Oh, that's good. I have a lighter somewhere. I'll go get one. All right. So the general rules is stay right here on the microphone. That's a big ass joint. That is a big joint. Hey, you. It looks you like. Take a picture of that. I, <laughs> that's what I should do. Is take a picture. Especially of in my little hands too. I know. It looks. It's. <laughs> I, hey, look. Kudos to you for this. Uh, that's a nice one. This podcast is brought to you by the letter C, which stands for cannabis, but not Chris. That starts with a K. That's right. You are listening to nothing other than... Canisations with Chris. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Canisations with Chris. I am him, which is Chris. And what we like to do on this podcast is talk a little bit about cannabis and the people in the industry and helping change the stigma around cannabis and the person we have on today i remember where i met you usually i'm i have to think about it and i'm like damn where did i meet this person because i meet so many people but you were i'd say probably the second or you know within the first five people that i met in the upcoming cannabis industry who had level of importance, if you will. So this lady, I met her when I started working at a, uh, when I started working with you have to go get classes and you have to, it's not just stand there and hand people weed. I mean, essentially that's what it is, but you have to, there's a lot of other things you got to know the history and where it comes from and the things that entails in it, the terpenes and whole bunch of other stuff. Well, I had to sit in this class. I got there at 9 o'clock. It was mm-hmm. 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it ended at 6. And I'm going to tell you now, I am the worst person to sit in a class. I was like, I was drinking coffee. I had soda. I had. I was like, I'm not going to fall asleep. And I left with most of the stuff that I had took with me because I didn't need it because the class was very interesting. I guess it would be hard to make cannabis boring, but you definitely made the class very well. So without further ado, we have the educational person. She is a legit nurse. I've sent people to her to be like, hey, you got any questions? This is the person you want to talk to. She's She's a grower herself. I mean... There's a probably a long list of things that I've left out. But without further ado, I would like to introduce Jesse Lynn Dolan, the, the Canon Nurse. The Canon Nurse. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. And you can, you know, you can light that up whenever. You got it. She she rolled this. You you remember I don't well, I'm I'm assuming you're around my age. I'm almost forty. I, I'm a little older than you. Oh. I got okay. you a few years. Okay. <laughs> well, you remember when we was in elementary school, we had the fat pencils. Mm-hmm. You had the number two pencils, the skinny ones, and then you would have the ones with all the characters on it. That's what that joint reminds me of, the mm. fat pencils mm-hmm. from, <laughs> from school. So, well, thank you for coming on. I greatly appreciate it. I'm pretty sure it was a 35-minute drive, so, you know, on one road. You know, this the that's the one thing I've noticed about Vermont. It's seven, fifteen, and eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> you good. You can get there. So, but thank you for coming on. Greatly appreciate it. So let's get right into it. Uh can you tell us a little bit about Jesse Lynn, please? 
Yeah, uh, thanks again for having me. So as you said, I am a nurse. Before becoming a nurse, I was a herbalist and a massage therapist. So I think kind of natural healing was always part of my, I guess, my life. Speaking of, I'm also a patient, a patient. and a caregiver. Yeah. So I have chronic pain and a genetic disorder. I've had over 40 surgeries, believe it or not. Wow. So cannabis for me has always been medicinal and supportive and a huge part of keeping me on my feet and keeping me smiling for sure. I was a research nurse and published some research which with cannabis, which was really exciting. As you mentioned, I'm also a grower, and that's probably one of my favorite parts of cannabis in general is my relationship <laughs> with the plant itself. Absolutely. And more so than anything else, I would give up everything and anything to do with cannabis as long as I could still grow the plant. So. <laughs> I find that with a lot of growers, green market or black market, it's just the love of being with the plant. And I didn't get it until I started growing. And I'm like, oh, that's what they're talking mm -hmm. about. It's dope to go outside and see just the, the smallest change. They're so responsive to everything. That plant love that, you know, you give them, they give back. So, And you learn more from the plant than anything else, than yes. any class, than any book. That's how I learned terpenes and had the passion to dive deeper about the education of the plant. Mm -hmm. That's how I, you know, learn successes and failures and want to research more and figure it out and keep trying. So as a cannabis educator, I love to educate, too. Don't get me wrong. But I always tell people, regardless of any education and what you learn, what you read, just grow the plant and keep growing it yeah. over and over. I've noticed, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the best grower, <laughs> but I've noticed how much every year that I grow, it gets better. Mm. I know my first year, I didn't get a plant over two and a half feet tall. And this year, you know, I had plants. And I'm like, wow, this is really big. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting it to get this tall. It's, it's, you're 100% right. You keep growing it. And you learn everything from the plant. It teaches you. And you just watch it. And here outdoor, for sure, growers, we have all learned how Mother Nature is hey. more of the grower and the, you know. <laughs> she's going to she's gonna teach you something whether you want to <laughs> learn it or not. <laughs> this year I had the brown spots that got a lot of my plants, mm -hmm. and I, I lost a few. And one of them had PM, a powdery mildew. Yep. But I got that under control, which was good. But the brown spots, that's a different that's a different beast. Once you got them, they, they run amok. <laughs> so nursing, I know I, I don't want to talk about what the people I sent you, mm -hmm. but I do kind of want to touch on that realm because cannabis isn't just for smokers. There's a, I mean, cancer, multiple sclerosis. There's even dabbles of autism in it. So being a hotline nurse, like what do people, what's some of the things like you have to encounter and guide through, guide them through, you know, their cannabis questions, if you will. Yeah. And interestingly enough, I've been looking back at a lot of my hotline calls and the information people provide to see what is the main reason people are calling the Cannabis Control Board asked me to do a presentation this week on the nurse hotline and explain why people are calling, what information am I giving. So it was interesting to look back, and one of the 
one of the resounding and noticeable themes is that people are calling to use it medicinally not to get high. They want relief from symptoms. And a lot of those symptoms do come from specific disease processes and illnesses, right? But overall, the symptom management is the same. They want support for pain. They want support for anxiety. They want help sleeping. They've had a lot of side effects and interactions from the other pharmaceuticals, and they don't want to just keep trying more and adding other prescription medications to their regime when it's not necessarily working well. So it's exciting to see that people are recognizing the medicinal use of cannabis, but they don't really have guidance. They don't have understanding. So I've been happy to be there and to be that sounding board and to realize it really is very basic information people are needing. Mm -hmm. And then they're taking that information and empowering themselves to try something, to experiment, but document while you're doing it so you remember what you're doing and call me back if you need to because we could talk in a week or a month and talk about how well you're doing titrating your dose or how effective this is actually working for you. So it's been a really, I would say, fun and enlightening having the nurse hotline. And it's available Fridays. It's free 15-minute phone call consults for the most part, I find, is enough time to answer the basic questions and at least get people comfortably started on their way or tweaking the way that they're already using cannabis and just giving them different ideas and suggestions. And I always want to, when I talk about the hotline, shout out and thank all the retail partners and some cultivators and businesses that support the hotline to make it feasible because really it's the small cannabis community that's showing how much they care for medicinal consumers because I wouldn't say all patients, not everyone has their patient card, Mm -hmm. but showing how important education and support is for them to have that available to offer their consumers. So kudos and thank you to the really the cannabis industry for recognizing that and supporting some of that work. It's great to have that type of support in like an industry so new legally that's to to actually people get behind it and push it forward. So like just you being an educational piece for people to call that don't know I wouldn't ask my my drug dealer back in the day, you know what I'm saying? My back hurt. What can I you got any what what can I do for my back pain? You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that. So it's like awesome to have somebody like you where people can call and be like, Hey, I've heard of this Rick Simpson oil, you know, what what is that? Or whatever the question is, no matter how dumb or how intricate the question is, like you still have the knowledge for people to to get that, you know what I'm saying, and to understand. Yeah, so. and it, looking back at some of the reasons people have called me over the last year, it's been interesting. A couple of the reasons people are saying is because even their doctor's telling them to use cannabis, but they can't give them proper guidance. They <laughs> don't know what to tell them or how, let alone strain and terpene specific. So we know that especially new consumers to cannabis really do need their hands held. And With that being said, I'm also seeing people who have been using cannabis for a long time but have never had a legal market. They have just Mm -hmm. had that person selling them a bag of cannabis, and now they do have strain options. Now they have options for edibles and topicals and drinks, and maybe they can use it differently and better because they're recognizing 
cannabis is helpful to them, but they want it to be a little more helpful in other areas. And how can they just tweak that routine the tiniest bit? And a lot of times it is just giving people little easy suggestions and their own light bulb goes off like, oh, that's a great idea. I didn't realize I could try that. Or, hey, I will do this next time to really support people also by empowering themselves. Can it? Because innately, people know how to heal themselves. And we have to remind each other that. And we need the patience to do that because this is plant medicine. It's mm. not a pharmaceutical. That's a one size fits all. Mm. Yeah, because you people knowing their bodies that's the one thing knowing what their own medicine and what they need because like you said that one size doesn't fit all that's I, I listen to a lot of the commercials that come out and it's more of use this to cure this but side effects may include <laughs> and it's 30 seconds of the commercial ask a doctor if this is good for you or maybe you should check in with yourself and you know what i'm saying and see Let's try something different because, I mean, that's I mean, if you got more side effects than words in the the script, like that is crazy. And the minute someone says to you, take this. And if there's a side effect, I'll prescribe this. It's like, hold on. Wait a minute. It's just like a continuing step of Mm -hmm. multiple medications. I don't use I don't say this is my claim to fame, but my mother, she was a person who didn't like cannabis, wasn't. Wasn't a, a user, didn't, thought it was the devil's lettuce and things like that. And like I told you before, my mother works in hospice. She's dealing with a lot of patients. She's an older woman herself. So her joints, knees, back, all that, just, you know, having to pick up another human that can't do it, it, it takes a toll on you. And so I remember one time we was talking and she was like, oh, my knees and my back and my elbows and my joints. And, and I was like, Mom, I got this this cream, this topical cream. You know what I'm saying? And I swear I play ball and I rub it on my knees after. And I feel not 100% better, but 75% mm-hmm. better is a lot better than what I was feeling. So I sent her some and she called me back and was like, oh, my God, what have I been missing? Mm. And that's the thing. And I'm like, look, it's I had another guy on the podcast that was talking about his grandmother or a grandmother who – smoked for the first time and was like that's it like you know that's that's it it's mm-hmm. it's nothing you 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 become relaxed and you, it can bring on paranoia you know what i'm saying because you're in an altered state and you're not used to it so it could bring like what's happening why is my hand looking longer than what it is or whatever may have you but once you realize that it's just a mind thing and you can chill it's that's that's it. <laughs> you're just stone, And it helps you. So, Mama, I know you're going to be listening to this, but she's a nurse. So she knows what she's talking about. You know what I'm saying? And I know what I'm talking about because I went and took a class. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's so true, true, Chris. I often tell people that you know just as much as I do, right? Because I've literally tried to take all my knowledge and cram it into you. Yeah. At the same time, I have different experience because of being a nurse and education yeah. around certain meds and diseases. But oftentimes, you have the information somebody else needs. But as ridiculous as it is, sometimes they just want to hear it from me because I'm that trusted, quote, nurse. But there are cultivators that know so much. There are manufacturers that know more than I do. There, you know, but sometimes you do just have to, unfortunately, send them to me. But that's when I remind them, hey, you know that bud tender you talked to? They told you all the right information, and that's why we work together. And I can get more specific with you on this information. But 
really to trust the grower, trust yourself. Yeah. But I, I love hearing that story. Like I love hearing people's stories as to what brought them to cannabis because most of the time there is that, well, it helped my friend or will help my, my colleague or I didn't trust in it or they didn't believe it and it convinced them that plant medicine does work. Right. I was a massage therapist for decades and then I found CBD balm was better than any tiger balm was better than any Chinese topical, any icy hot that I tried. And then I had a kid in sports bust his knee and CBD worked better than any Aleve or Advil or Tylenol. So I wouldn't say I wasn't a believer by any means because plant medicine was part of my own life growing up from my great grandmother to my dad. But to really make that own switch in my mind to, wow, I need to be using and pushing this in a way more than icy hot and ibuprofen it was part of my own family experiences that taught me that too. Well, the Canaline has been very helpful, but can you talk a little bit about the educational side of the class that I, that I think you give like maybe six a year? Uh, we do one a month. Oh, one a month. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we're doing a couple this next month because in the beginning of the rollout of the market last October, we had a lot of dispensaries over the first month or two. So uh-huh. we're doing a couple this month. But typically we teach one class a month. Uh-huh. We are vendor approved trainers. So what that means is that when you take our class, you're checking that checkbox off for the cannabis control board to say, yes, you've taken your course to be a retail salesperson. Yeah, yeah. Our class is Definitely in-depth, I would say, compared to a lot of other bud tender classes. We're excited to, as I kind of mentioned before, take as much information as we possibly can and cram into you what we think is most important but also most interesting and exciting as well. We give a couple hours of recorded information before a full, as you said, like nine to six (laughs) all-day class, and it's a long day. I think some of the best feedback we've had was from people like you who were like, oh, I didn't think I'd get to sit in a class and I was going to fall asleep. And cultivators taking it and saying, wow, that was you know, exciting the whole time. I didn't fall asleep and mm-hmm. I learned a bunch. So we really try to jam pack as much info as we can from history and activism because that's so important to understand to a little bit about cultivation and extraction to the different ways you can take cannabis from med interactions to dosing to what's a better bang for your buck. We also go over terpenes in person. So we go over eight different common terpenes to smell them, to taste them, to understand how they work therapeutically and even dive into assessing cannabis. So I'm what's called the cannabis sommelier. I basically studied aromas and flavors to you know, kind of be able to review cannabis a little bit. So we go in depth into explaining, you know, what we want to look for in the trichomes. What are the different aromas and the profile complexities we might see? How is the cure and the stickiness and the grind versus the roll? How does it smoke? So is it smooth? Is it... um, Do you still have the same complexity of flavor as you did on the nose, on the aroma? So we go in person into the terpenes and cannabis itself, assessing it. 
which is very different than some just straight online here, just two hours of class. So I think we like to build a little more community, have a little more fun, but also feel so strong that hands-on smelling, touching, tasting is a big part of cannabis. It is. And that's the one thing I don't, well, you're, you, you were there. I ain't got to hide nothing from you. <laughs> on our break, on our mm-hmm. lunch break, I went to Magic Band right next door and I bought a joint and I looked at the labeling they had put in it with all the things that you had basically spoke about in the class before, before our break, especially when we went through the terpenes, you know, we was talking about how the flavor profile with the terpenes. And then I remember I went and bought a joint and I think you said you won't get, what was the terpene count? You said they won't go over, I think it was like two, 3.5 or something like that. Yeah, usually two to 3% is pretty good and pretty high for typical dried flour, say in a pre-roll. Yeah. And had listen to everything you had said in the class and then once I got the label the label looked totally different from it did before because now I know what I'm reading I know why this is the way it is and then hearing the things that you said and I bought uh, a pre-roll I think it was old growth mm-hmm. one of old growths but it had lemonine in it whatever the lemonine and I remember in the class he was like, smell this. And he was like, if you like it, the smell of it, you like the taste of it. So lemonine was the predominant terpene in this pre-roll. And I remember I was smoking it, and I was like, man, this is really good. <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny how I don't, yeah, I can say it. I've become rather a bougie smoker. Like, usually you go to your man's or your girl to get some bud, and she's, they're here. This is, this is what it is. And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, you still paid for it. It is what it is. Now I have the option and the knowledge to be like, I really like lemonine, but, you know, uh, 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 Carl, what's the Carlophylline? Caryophylline. Caryophylline. Or Caryophylline. Yeah. I, we, those are all new words just to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a lot. But just even like, you know, I don't, I don't I'm not a fan of that type of terpene. So let me stay where... My terpenes mm-hmm. that I like. So, you know, having that knowledge and the knowing of because terpenes is greater than THC. You got it. She didn't bring any stickers. This, You know, she doesn't have stickers. But she bought me a lot greater stuff. So I got one of these, uh, these what is it, the, uh, the grinder. Biodegradable hemp grinder. Yes, the biodegradable hemp that says terpenes over THC or is greater than THC. And then I also have a jeweler's loop that I needed because somebody knocked it off the counter and it wasn't me. <laughs> so so thank you for that. Because and what I was saying was cannabis is more than just sativa, indicas. It's a lot more than that with the terpenes and you know what I'm saying? So it's great that you're doing the class. We need that, especially with the knowledge that we've been given That's a lot of it is false. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of it is anecdotal, which is great. And then we need to trust and believe that. But now mm-hmm. we have science to back it up. So now that we do, that's how we're going to help this plant break stigma and gain more legitimacy in some people's eyes is by, unfortunately, going with some of the science more than just the anecdotal information. Where as an herbalist, I love the anecdotal. As a nurse, I love <laughs> the science. So I kind of see both sides. Yeah, exactly. That's dope. I want to thank you. For coming out and sharing some of your knowledge about the things like this. But speaking of anecdotal, we're going to do a little 
you know, a little side thing because you've been a smoker, like you said, for a long time and things like that. So one of the things that a new segment that I'm starting to add in is going to be called Own Weed. So what it is, is we've been smoking for, I like to say that we're legacy smokers. <laughs> we've been smoking for a long time. So I like to find out more of, we know that you're, you know, we know who you are. Now we like, to, I want to find out how you like to smoke, what you like to do and things mm-hmm. like that. So for my new segment called Own Weed, first question, what is your favorite way to consume Besides big ass joints like this, big ass <laughs> joints like that. <laughs> well, that answers that because I got to Let me take a picture of it real quick because this I'm not going to say it's uh, the biggest joint that I've had, but it's definitely in the top five. Okay, he's <laughs> definitely in the top. I wasn't five. trying to go for your biggest joint ever. That's just honestly, that's the size joint I roll for myself personally. Jeez. That's really me. I have yeah. a harder time with my hands lately rolling smaller joints, so bigger ones are a little easier. Yeah. Oh, what luck. Mm-hmm. You, and you said that you have, sorry about that, I didn't mean, I didn't mean it like it sounded, but you said you have some, uh, Why, if you don't mind me asking, why does your hands? Yeah, I have a genetic disorder that affects all my joints and ligaments depending on the humidity and the day and... Oh, you know, really? what I've been up to physically depends how I'm feeling. Yeah, so, yeah. But for the most part, cannabis has been able to always manage, you know, everything I need it to. Well, next question. What is your snack of choice? I know cannabis can bring on some some great great mental stone, stone of food. So what kind of? I am definitely a, a sweet. I got mm. a big sugar. What is it? It's called sugar a sweet tooth. Yes, sweet ma'am. tooth. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, I I I, I got it too. <laughs> and having teenagers in the house, we often have Nutella in the house, which is not good cuz that's uh, otherwise we can't keep sweets in the house. They just go really fast, but gosh. If I had like a <coughs> choice of which snack and I actually had the ingredients and wanted to make something, I would go for chocolate chip cookies for sure. If it's just what do I maybe have that's sweetened in the cupboard and I could grab, hopefully we'd have Nutella. Yeah. So have you ever had Nutella and Doritos? No. So look, I learned about that before I even, I was in the military, I was a square, wasn't smoking smoking as much, but I found out about that and it is Nutella and Doritos, the salty and the sweet. (laughs) With the crunch, with the cr- uh, I do the pretzels and Nutella. Pretzels and Nutella, but tried Doritos. And another one that I've tried lately, shouldn't be giving up all my goods on here, is I'll get the crunchy chocolate chip cookies, the Chips Ahoy, and I'll get peanut butter and fluff. And I'll put fluff on one cookie and peanut butter on the other one, and I'll put them together. And man, it's just a whole bunch of everything that goes on in there, especially when you smoke. And I came up with that when I was high. I'm not, I say I came up with it, but somebody was probably doing it before me. But yeah, my partner eats more than anyone I've ever seen in my life, and he's like this thin, and has a worse sweet tooth than I do. And some of the concoction he comes up are nothing but late night stoner thoughts. That's all. <laughs> Like, what was one that I was actually was like, you're eating that? And the next day I did it. It was a piece <coughs> of sourdough toasted with tons of butter and then just cookie dough spread all over the toast. 
Well, that is def. That's one for the book. Mm-hmm. Sourdough butter and ch- a cookie dough spray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to walk to the store and grab a jar of fluff. You know, and just eat the jar of fluff. Yo, and a I, roll of cookie dough, one in each hand. I Stoner, just gross. Yeah. ate fluff for the first time probably like three weeks ago. Yeah. Like I've always, I just thought it was, it's just marshmallows. But I'm pretty sure fluff is vegan, and that's why I used to eat it instead of marshmallows. Oh. I think it is. There we go. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question is, what is your choice of music when you smoke? I know for myself, I have a vast array of music, but what is, like, if you had to be like, this is your genre to pick, what would it be? To Honestly, to? most always I would go with Jerry, Grateful Dead. That's almost always <laughs> my pick. Unless I really need to be motivated, I'll throw on, like, something a little harder, like Zeppelin or... Yeah. But mostly Jerry. All right. I'm a jazz fan. I love me some jazz. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, of course I love my, my hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, my rap. But that's not for everything all the time and stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, jazz, that's the mode for me. Like some horns, you mm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Do you, or do you watch TV? And if so, what would be your... You know, I I don't too often, but I do try to win a, like, net series comes out me and my kiddo will watch together we'll watch two or three episodes a week together like yeah. binging it so it's like our little time together when yeah. it's actually something we want to watch but overall overall i would say if i watch tv i'm usually looking to for like a marvel if i can yeah netflix series that's dope marvel it's a lot of action i love superheroes <laughs> I mean, you 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 are kind of like a can of superheroes, so it just falls in in line, right? Well, I have I raise boys too. Oh yeah, I'm a single so, mom that raised boys yeah, that love their superheroes, and we so, look forward to the next movie and the next costume and all yeah. that. And a lot of Supermans and Spidermans mm-hmm. falling around mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of things do you like to do? Like, what's your? We was passing. <laughs> what kind of? Uh, like activities, you like go hiking, go. I love being outdoors. I love yeah. gardening. I wish I had more time, honestly, to go hiking more regularly. That's yeah. one of my goals in the next year or two before my youngest moves out of the house is to hike more with him. I love dancing when I can. I don't make enough time for self care, as I was kind of harping on you about self care <laughs> before, right? So I love to go to music and dance if and when I can. That's dope. But I would say far and few. Life's so damn busy and it's working too much. You it's know? That's the motto we've been told, work, work, work. And now we have it in us and now we know we don't have to, but it's still work, work, work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is one thing that we all need to do is take time for self-care. Firm advocate of it, but not a user of my own knowledge, if you will. But when I have had time to just do what I wanted to do or do something that's the betterment of me, I've looked back and been like, damn, I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So self-care, yes, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, I started running again this spring, and that was really good for me. I needed to get back into doing that. And, yeah, I think self-care yeah. goes a long way and definitely need more of it. And 
it's good when I talk about it and tell other people to do it because it's kind of reminding myself at the same time, just like you. It's like when you (laughs) say it inside, you're like, man, I need to do that. I need to utilize utilize the information I'm given. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. yeah, mine is I like to get up and go go walk and just get on the rail trail Mm -hmm. and just walk. I've made it from here to 109 almost and made it all the way almost to Johnson one time just I think I'm very forest is gumpy. I think I'll turn around now and then I'll just <laughs> come back. But That's it's awesome. just it's just awesome to be out in nature, quiet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good that you're running. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Well, look, I think I've held up enough of your time. I know we all got things we have to do, but I wanted to give you, you your. Gotta f- finish this with me. Is what you oh, gotta do. Oh, I. I I had no no other intentions, <laughs> but I want to thank you for coming out to the podcast and more so thank you for what you do because you're a nurse and I know, you know, on that side of nur- of, of the, the field, cannabis isn't a known thing. It's not something that's researched as much and utilized to give as a medicine, but you kind of bridge that gap between the two to be like, hey, I'm a nurse and I know about cannabis. You know what I'm saying? So you're bridging the gap between the two and you're giving people time to call you and be like, hey, if you want to know something, boom, I got the information. And if I don't know, I will get back to you. I'm assuming, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. I am the first to say I'm not an expert in anything. I've got some experience and some passion and just go from there that's dope well thank you for especially like i said the people i've sent to you uh she was very when i followed up she was very excited about the information that she got so for that thank you i know that's going to be a very good thing for them to utilize it and even just dabble a little bit here and there just to figure out what they can do and things like that. So just thank you for your knowledge and what you're doing for the people. Absolutely. My pleasure. Uh, can you tell everybody where to find you at? Um, Sure. I guess my, my website, vermontcannabisnurse.com. My email is greennursevt at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram, nurse grown underscore Vermont Canon nurse. <laughs> you can tell I don't do a lot of social media that's, and understand marketing, longest whatever hashtag or name ever. <laughs> that's, hey, it was funny because that's how I got the Canon nurse. It's a lot of names in there. And I remember Canon nurse. And I was like, hey, she's the Canon nurse. Yes. She got it. She got you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so once again, thank you for coming out. I greatly appreciate you. And thank y'all for listening. I greatly appreciate y'all listening. Y'all know where to find me, the Kennesations Podcast on Instagram. I got some things cooking, so y'all stay looking. So thank you for coming out. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all stay blazing and stay amazing. And we out. Thank thank you. Absolutely. How'd you like it? Oh, it's kind of what I expected. Just kind of, you know, shooting the shit. I've done a bunch of these before. But everyone always wants to talk about something different sometimes. Yeah. You know, and... Never, I feel like I do have so much in cannabis about myself that I never know. Like when I introduce myself, I'm like, fuck, what do I say? This got everything. Is, you know. I, I got a lot of stuff to say. Nah, but it's, it's good.